This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. But most of all, Father, I ask you to bless me that I might decrease and you might increase. Bless me, Lord, that I'll be able to be a blessing to someone, not self, but someone that's hearing me may be glorified, may be magnified, may see a light shine in their life. I thank you for what you're going to do already, what you're doing already. I thank you for this broadcast to enable me to be able to come before your peoples. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray, amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. I thank God for you, you, and especially for you. I thank God for the Lord have blessed us to be able to come and hear the word of God, that you hear the word of God from Brother Ware, but as I speak in the behalf of the Lord, amen. I thank God for those of you that waited patiently, amen, to that one that feel that it's an accident, you weren't trying to listen to me. I want you to know that it is not an accident. It is God's will, God's plan for you to hear what thus says the Lord. Not that I'm so great, no I'm not, but I am that man of God seeking to do the will of God. And I pray that you, your eyes of understanding be open even the more. And to that one that you feel that God have chose you, have called you, then make sure that you're doing what the Lord would have you to do. That's, that's the main thing. You know, so many times we do this and we do that. I, I can remember in, in my early ministry, okay, the early ministry. What you mean the early ministry? Well, I say about the first five or ten years of my life, uh, uh, my ministry after I was called to preach. And, and the only thing I did did was look at the other preachers that, you know, was preaching when I just started back in the uh, mid-70s. And I says, wow, I, I need to be like this preacher. I need to be like that preacher. And everybody that I, I, I seems to get 
my eyes focus on, they all let me down. They, 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 I, they didn't do it deliberately because they, they didn't know I was looking at They didn't know I was uh, looking at them and desiring to be as they were. You know, I had read the scripture in Psalm, Mark, the perfect man, and I'm sorry, in Proverbs. And in the midst of it, I just thought that's where I want to be. I remember this particular preacher. Man, you can he didn't even need his Bible. He can just name a scripture, name this, and and all of a sudden, man, I, I, I saw him go, but then I saw this same preacher fell by the wayside. And I looked at another preacher. I thought, wow, uh I I, I just would love to have his experience. I saw him told a blind man. Do you want to see? And the man said, well, I don't know. He said, if you want to see the night, you will see. And I thought, man, that's the power I need. And again, he let me down. He wanted these uh, three ministers in my early ministry. Uh, I was still me focusing on Christ. I was looking at them. And I was a part of an organization, so I thought, you know, hey, uh, if they big time and they doing this, then I need to uh, figure out what they're doing so I can be big time and doing that. But the problem with that, believers, that I wasn't looking to Jesus. Yes, I see, I knew he had called me. Yes, I knew I was spending my little time uh, uh, studying and praying, but my focus was really on what I saw with the natural eye, what I saw with the natural uh, peoples. And that made me want it to be something that he hadn't called me to be. And I began to look in uh, the scripture and I began to see, and one thing that really got me that when you search the scriptures out and you see that Christ don't want anyone to be uh, a Lord over anybody. And a lot of times that's what we say we don't, but that's what we seek after. And then when I started uh, evangelizing and I remember how that I wanted to get on this station, get on that state. I was on shortwave. I was on about 28 states I was taking in. And I thought, wow, I'm really, really reaching out. But, you know, it's, it's sad to say I was doing that, but I was doing it in the name of James Ware, in the name of Jesus the Christ. I wasn't doing in the name for souls to be saved for nothing. And I, I, I didn't realize, and even when I read about John, John never did no miracle and never did these things, but he was considered the greatest preacher. Why? Because his ministry was lifting up Christ. It was lifting him up. It wasn't about John. John didn't, didn't have the education as some of the other preachers had. 
He didn't have the closing as some of the other preachers had because check him out. He wore camel hair and he ate locusts and honey, you know. And uh, come on now, you can, I'm not saying he ate that every meal, but I'm saying that was his uh, uh, given to him at more time than any. So I start looking at that, and then I say, well, Lord, maybe we should try to get people's converted. Try to get them saved. You can't convert nobody, believers. I understand that. I'm not telling you that you're capable of converting anybody. You preach the message. The message itself, the Word of God, will transform people's life. But we so in ourselves and, 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 and bringing forth our doctrine to we are forgetting about our purpose for preaching the gospel. I mean, God don't need us to save anybody. Uh, it's people has been saved riding down the road, uh, uh, going and doing the wrong thing, and they got convicted. It, so he don't need you, so, but he chose some of us. Some of us was chosen by God. But if we was chosen by God, then why in the world is we lifting up everything but the Lord? Oh, you say, not me, Brother Ware. That's all I lift up. You know what? You you can say whatever you will, but uh, you're, some of you just like I did. First, I had an evangelistic ministry trying to be worldwide on shortwave radio going forth. Then secondly, then I eventually say I got to get a church started because these preachers ain't preaching the truth. Wait a minute. You know, that sounded good when I started to get the church to try to preach the what I call was the truth. And guess what? People still, they still didn't get, I didn't get the church running over and talking about, oh, I need to hear Brother Well because he's preaching the truth and everybody else preaching error. No, ma'am. No, sir. It wasn't like that. And you know why it wasn't like that? Because of the fact that I'm putting it on self and still are saying I need to be obedient to what God is telling me and quit worrying about somebody else ain't doing. So, you know, I was reading uh, just, and it brought this back to me, uh, that how that Jesus asked a question. And uh, matter of fact, I'm going to turn to it. And as he was asking the question, he was trying to get a answer uh, to what they were saying. And then uh, uh, it's uh, St. Matthew's, the 16th chapter, and around the 13th verse. And when Jesus came unto the coast of Caesarea and Philippi, he uh, asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I the son of man am. Now, in some people's life, he's a blessing. We always talk about him a blessing. He's a healer. We spend much time, certain people think they specialize in that. Come to my revival and be healed. Come to my revival and be blessed. Write me and, and give me X amount of money because I got a connection with the Lord. 
you plant the seed, and lo and behold. Now, that's what they will tell you. But what they don't tell you is who they think Christ is. They, even we get so anointed and we change, we, we, we go to speaking in Greek, uh, his name. And that's, I don't have a problem with you calling his name in Greek, but you need to learn more in his name in Greek if you're going to teach. Teach and explain the Greek words. I, I think if you're going to teach, teach in the things that you uh, know for yourself. So he was asking, and he would ask some of you today, who do you say Christ is? Some say he's a healer. Some say he's a mother when I'm motherless. Uh, he's a, 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 a father when I'm fatherless. He's a this, he's a that. Now, wait a minute. Let's be real. If he was that, then you wouldn't have to even say it. You would show it. And that's where we losing out. So guess what? When he asked the disciples, say, who do, oh, I, I need to know, who do men say that I am? Then they, here's the beginning of the answers. It said, and they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, baptizer. You know, John had lost his head, and, and there, in their mindset, he was recoordinated. He, he came back. And some even say that thou, uh, others uh, say that thou, Elijah, Elisha, and the others, Jeremiah, are one of the prophets. Now, the reason they were saying that, they was looking at the miracles and the things that he was doing, so they knew he had to be somebody special, but they couldn't see him as a savior. They couldn't see him as a mediator between you and God. They couldn't see him as an individual that came to live a holy and a dedicated life and go forth and be the lamb slain from the foundation of the world to bring forth salvation. They didn't see him as that. They saw him as what they remember or hearing about those prophets. Now, the only one they can verify that they, most of them can verify that they see, they remember John the Baptist. Most people, because all the rest of them was dead way before they got here, so they was going, before they was born, so they was going by what they had heard about Elijah, Elisha, and about uh, Jeremiah and all the other, uh, one of the prophets. Wait a minute, why are they saying one of the prophets? You mean to tell me you believing that, that that is true? Now, think about it. These are the people that's following Christ. These are the people that believe. They didn't say in the spirit of Elijah. They didn't say in the spirit of John the Baptist. They didn't say in the spirit of whoever one of the prophets, they said them. So first of all, they need to be delivered to believe that if they were dead, that they were sleeping. And if they were sleeping, they wouldn't come back to the resurrection. Now, yes, certain peoples can take on certain spirits 
of others. I, 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 and I'm not getting into that right now, but I, I'm, I'm trying to uh, make a point because a lot of people's really, I, I just don't know who do they say Jesus the Christ is. Uh, yes, we can say he's the Messiah. He, we can say he's Elohim. Elohim. We can say, well, we know where he Elohim is more than one. It's God, the Son, and and uh, Yahshua Hamashiach. We can say that, but is that really saying who he is? Who is Yahshua Hamashiach? Who is this in your life? How is you bringing forth a different? Because you have learned a name. Now, uh, I meet plenty of people they know only Brother Webb. They, don't, uh, they, uh, they didn't know my name when I was driving truck. But they knew of me because they heard me talking to them on the CB or something. Or either if we talked in person, they called me by my, my CB animal. I didn't uh, get upset and whatever because they're not saying the proper name, the only time the proper name came in a play and into play is when you got to sign my check and uh, I got to deal with business. You say, but the Lord business is all the way, brother, where, yes, I agree to you on that. But let me say this. If the Lord business all the time, then shouldn't you have a segment, a time frame? In your church, in your uh, uh, television ministry, in, in your uh, 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 radio ministry, or whatever ministry that you think that the Lord have given you to educate people, why are we changing names and why are we doing things different? Because, listen, I'm not knocking what you're saying or what you're doing, but what I am saying, if you are saying that you got the knowledge, then... I want to know what is you doing that Brother Ware is not doing or somebody else is not doing. Who do you say he is? Who do you say he is? What is his purpose in your life? Or what is the purpose that he's going to be in all of our lives? And, okay, and then uh, after he said, and Jesus 15, verse 8, and he said unto them, but whom do ye say? that I am, okay? Now, I heard what you said about them, but they ain't really uh, the peoples that I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about you all because you all are really with me. And if you don't know, now we got a problem. We got a problem. And you know the thing that I looked at, I, I liked it, even though we know it was uh, meant from the foundation of the world for John the Baptist to be the the the, the forerunner to uh, present here come Christ. Okay, I know it was meant, but you know what I I said it's sad that when John the Baptist got locked up and his disciples came to him, John the Baptist even started getting confused. John the Baptist said, "Wait a minute." Go ask him, is he, is, this, is he really him that going to be the Savior of the world, going to die for our sins, going to be the lamb slain from the foundation of the world? Uh, is he going to be that one? Uh, 
or shall we look for another? And I say, wow, John the Baptist? You mean to tell me? So certain times, certain things can happen in your life, brothers and sisters, that can deter you and, and, and get you kind of doubtless. But what I'm saying, Jesus want to know from them, who do you say I am? All of a sudden, thank God for old Simon Peter. Usually, he always opened his mouth at the wrong time. That's why later on, uh, if you read the scripture, Jesus had to turn around and rebuke him. Why? Because he taught, you get so comfortable talking and saying things to you sometimes say before you think. You sometimes speak before you think about what you're saying. And then Simon Peter answered and said unto, uh, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Did you hear that? Thou art the Christ, okay? The Son of the living God. And Jesus and, and Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood have not, have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. So, Peter, don't get it twisted. You didn't come to this on your own. My Father which is in heaven revealed this. Why? So you all can really know. He just chose to tell you about it. And, of course, he went on to say, Upon this rock I build my church and so on. And, and that rock was the statement. It was not uh, Peter. Uh, and so many, we got religion. Now, I, I promise you, if you check, check the Catholic re religion, they'll say we was built on Peter. Peter words. Peter, the Church of Christ said, we was built on, and many other. I can go on and on. The majority of the uh the religion will uh, go back to that one scripture. Upon this rock I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now listen to me. I know that sounds good, but the problem with that, believers, how come we got so much division? How come the division that we have is so alive uh, and, and, and we are not uh, delivering? We are not, and I understand some of you say it ain't time for this. No, 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 I disagree with you. It is time because I believe Christ wouldn't lie. And he said, greater works ye shall do. In other words, the very thing he did, we should be doing greater work. I know some of these uh, professors of the scriptures will say, oh, I'm doing a greater work. Uh, I'm able to talk to people uh, all over the world at one time if they tune into my broadcast. Yeah, I hear that, but that's not a greater work. That's just technology that God has given man to do and for man to go forth and, and, and allow you to be a blessing. But that's not a greater work because I believe that Christ if he wanted, just like he wanted you to know about your calling, regardless of where you was, how long you've been there, and where you're going, he let you know. I've 
talked to many folks that said they try to out uh, try to run away from God. Yeah, the only reason I didn't accept the calling because I thought I wasn't worthy uh, of preaching the gospel. I wasn't worthy. I wasn't able to. So I was like uh, uh, truly kind of like a Moses. I said, I can't speak, God, and I, I can't do this, and I can't do that. I gave him all the excuses I could to say I can't do it. But then he began to let me know it ain't me that's doing nothing. I'm just yielding myself, and he's doing it. And and a lot of times we say we're yielding ourselves, but we are not. We are going in a a a, a, uh, a way that we want everybody to know I'm in charge of this. I'm the one doing this. I'm the one doing that. And that's sad, believers. That's why we have all this division. That's why we have these people, the world looking at us and saying, how in the world can them folks tell us anything when they are doing this and doing that? And, and the bottom line is they're right. They're right because we, uh, yes, I do believe in the commandments of God. God, by the way, every time you get on the radio, that's what you say. You're right, okay? But I just uh, emphasize on that because of the fact that I believe that people try to take out all the rules and regulation when it comes to salvation. And if you look at it, ain't nothing free. I don't care how you get, whatever you get, it costs something in order to get something. And a, a lot of times, that's how we get uh, hoodwinked into things that we think is free. And so we're going to get this and get that. No, ma'am. No, sir. It is not free. It was a price paid for you. It was a price paid for you to say that you have repented of your sins and you saved. I tell you what, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to come back, but I'm going to go to another story that I, I just came to my mind. I'm going to give it to you, uh, and I'll find it during my break. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I want you to understand, no, ma'am, no, sir, I'm not trying to change nothing that you believe, that you think. I am trying to get you to understand it's about Christ. It's about him being Lord in your life. And who do you say he is? If you say he's Lord of your life, then why are you uh, carrying on like we are doing? I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. 
888-888-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. God bless you. We are back. Amen. We thank God. I wish that we could take your phone calls if you had one, but you're welcome to call me when the broadcast is over. If you have a disagreement or something that you want to share, you can always call me at 404-293-7557. And I'll be more than happy if I'm not answering the phone that because I'm on the phone with someone else. I I realize people get offended a lot of times when you say, hold on, let me answer this or let me answer. And and, and I, I, I got that. Because that's why we have an answer machine. So uh, if you leave a message, I promise you within 24 hours, you will have a phone call from Brother Ware. All right? Amen. Now, the question we was talking about, uh, who do Jesus the Christ is to you? Now, somebody... I've heard people say he this, he that. I've heard people say, honey, he's a weight maker. He's a this and so on. And then they'll start complaining about they ain't able to do this. And I say, well, wait a minute. They just said he was a weight maker. Then why aren't he making a way for them? And I'm not trying to be uh, uh, what, what pious or anything, but... I thought about this other story that they, they had a relationship with him, but they didn't think. They don't think when they get up under pressure, we have a tendency not to let him be Lord in our life. We want him to be Lord for salvation. Uh, I know if I die, I go to heaven. I don't, I'm, I'm doing this so I won't go to uh, hail and so on and so on. And a little story uh, here in the, the book of John. I know you're familiar with it. Uh, I'm going to drop down and, and you can read the whole story, but it started in the 11th chapter of the book of John. And a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethel and a town uh, Mary and her sister Martha. Okay? Now I want to drop down. Now, they sent Jesus a message. Now, they figured, well, hold up. He's sick, so we need to get in touch with Jesus. So once they sent him a message, you know, at that time, they didn't have the, the phones and cell phones and house phone and all. They couldn't call him that way, so they sent him a message. Therefore, the sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, I'm at the third verse, I'm at the third verse, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Now, you know, I'm thinking that she had believing in her mind that if I could tell Jesus about his sickness, Jesus is going to come and heal him. See, Mary just knew that if that come, that, you know, if they come, hey, my brother going to be healed because I don't seen Jesus heal. I don't saw him do that. Now, some of you, 
looking for him to work a miracle in your life, but he can work that miracle, but not the way that you think he's going to work the miracle. Okay, and, and he said in the fourth verse, then Jesus heard that and said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now, nobody looked at that. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her, his, and her sister uh, and Lazarus. So Jesus loved it all three of them. You know, yeah, he was he had fellowship with them and everything. So they thought, hey, we got a connection. You know how we do when we know somebody and that person is known. We want everybody to know I ain't got to worry about it. I know we got connection. Now, in the seventh verse, he says, after he said, uh, he after he told the disciples that the sickness went unto death, seven verse said, then said he uh, to his disciples, let us go to Judea again. And his disciples saying unto him, Master, the Jews are later sought to stone thee, and goest thou thence again? He's saying, now wait a minute. You know the last time we was there, they tried to stone us. So now I, I, I'm not willing to go, but now if you want to go, uh, I just want to remind you, like they feel they need to remind him of something. Uh, he's saying, let's go there. And they saying, uh-uh, you don't want to go there because they're going to stone us. Where we go, well, next verse. Now, one of my favorite verses I give to my brethren when they say, well, brother, well, how come you observe the Sabbath different? And still are saying from sundown to sundown, I, I say because men mess with the clock, and I just choose to be righteous, just like I choose to count the hours of his crucifixion and his resurrection. I, I believe it was 72 complete hours, not halfway. So guess what? Jesus answered and said, Are thou not twelve hours in the day? If a man walketh in the day, he stumbles not, because he sees the light of the world. And he stumbles because, uh, I'm sorry, uh, but if, he, if a man walketh in the night, he stumbles, because there is no light. Okay? My brethren, I, I, I pray that, you know, and it's amazing how we get upset about little bitty stuff. Little bitty stuff cause us not to be friends because one man say one thing and somebody else say, this the way you should say it. Okay, well, wait a minute. What about this relationship to God? What about the thing? Now, I, I know some people's that try to cut off the time that he was crucified and resurrected. Uh, I'll just show them in the Scripture and leave it up to them. It's all up to the Lord then, believers. You got to understand, it is not up to you. You can't change nobody to make them follow your doctrine, your thing. You can only tell people. That's all I try to do, tell people what I want to tell them. The commandments of God is yet right. 
Yes, I believe that they are yet right today. Once you get converted, you know what sin is because the Bible said in First Epistle of John that the commandment is the way to know what sin, apart from the commandment, uh, I, I, better, I ain't going to read it now, but apart from the commandment, you don't even know what sin is. You know, we, we uh, nitpick sin. That's the way I can use the word we can use. You know, if somebody else doing it, then they, oh, they going to hell. They doing this. They doing that. But then I look at your life, and you're doing just the opposite, but then you're justified. So I'm saying, well, wait a minute. What did it say? Sin is the transgression of the law. So if sin is the transgression of the law, that doesn't mean that I got to watch. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not steal. Thou shall not remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. I, I, and, and I'm just saying it out of order. I know that's the fourth and the fifth, sixth. But here's what I'm saying, believers. That's your guide to know the guideline. Just like when you're playing ball, you got converted you got in the ball game. You made the team. If you're converted, and, and I'm coming back to this, but but I, I I'm trying not to go too far off. But you, when you came, when you ex- received Christ, uh, when you are seeing the Messiah as your Lord and Savior, uh, Emmanuel, when you receive Christ Jesus the Christ, when you receive Whatever name you come up with that transformed your life, you need to be an example to those that have not received so that they can figure out whatever's got done change you. I need what that brother got. I need what that sister got. Not to uh, sit up and argue and to try to prove this person is right and that is wrong. If you, done, if you have received Christ, Brothers and sisters, don't go in there thinking, oh, I can do what I want to do. I ain't got no rules and regulations to go by. Even though when I was in the world, I had rules and regulations. Yes, I, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Wait a minute, brother. Well, I ain't have no rules and reg- I tell you what, my brother, if you uh, say you saved and you, uh, no, before you were saved, forget the saved part right now. Before you were saved and you went outside of your marriage, and let your wife know that was consequence, or let her heard about it, that was consequence, and vice versa, sister. If you did, that's some rules and regulation. That was came along with the marriage because you love that person. You make a vow that you're going to be faithful to that individual. Or uh, if you was at a job and you took something that didn't belong to you from that job, whatever, that you realize that was rules and regulation from that job. They weren't concerned about whether you save or not. They was concerned about you are an employee, and an employee does not steal from the company. If you steal from the company, guess what? They're going to fire you. It's going to be consequences. So that's all I'm doing. That's all my uh, what God have called me to do for such a time is this until I come to the end of this time, is to remind you, you that have Christ, I don't care where you're at, where you're going, how long you've been there, you're still obligated 
to follow the rules and the regulation in the commandment. And if you love God with all your heart, soul, body, and mind, the first four, you ain't got to worry about it. You ain't going to mess them up. That's right. I believe that wholeheartedly. And if you're loving your neighbor as yourself, the last six, you're going to keep them as well. You ain't going to have to worry about them. Because it's uh, why? Because you're loving your neighbor as yourself. Wow. See, I didn't want to go that way. I want to finish the story. Now, uh, so uh, these things said he, and afterward, that said to the other friend, Lazarus is asleep. Now, he dealt with the situation about Lazarus. Now, here's the problem. And I want you to read the story because I'm skimming over because I, I don't have the time to go through every verse. And so after he's saying he's asleep, uh, most people, just like the disciple, he can wake up himself. Why in the world we got to go there and wake him up, especially if we already talking about these people's want to uh, stone us. We don't need to go and and and, and uh Try to wake up somebody that's already asleep. It don't make sense. And then it said, then said Jesus, uh, since they ain't getting it, okay, for your sake, Lazarus is dead. Okay? I'm going to tell you that. In the 14th verse, he says, Lazarus is dead. Now, he knew he was asleep. He tried to tell him. And see, sometimes he tried to tell us things. But in the process we so hard, stubborn, we want to do it our way, and we want to see it our way, and we can't see it the way that he tells Then, okay, I'll come down to you. Just like the sun rising and setting. This is a good example, believe Since you don't see that the earth travels and the earth do it, so guess what? They are right that it rises in the east and set in the west. But the truth of the matter is, the sun don't move. It's the earth that travels. You know that, that when you went to school. So guess what? He have to come down to our level so we can get the thing. Let me go on. I'm spending, I'm taking too long. And uh, then he said, and I'm glad for your sake that I am not there. Believers, let me tell you something. Some of the things that God is trying to do in your life, you say, where is the Lord? How come I'm, I'm praying, I'm fasting, and God, I don't see. And some of you just think that he owe you an explanation. That's sad, but we think that he owe us this, he owe us that. And that's what Jesus said, I'm glad. I'm glad that I wasn't there, that I'm not there. Why? Because, see, if I had been there, they wouldn't have believed. Anyway, they wouldn't believe that what's, what's going to come forth, what I'm going to do later when we do go. So, of course, uh, and you read the story, like I say, and all of a sudden, then Jesus came and found, found that he had laid in the grave four days already. When Jesus came down and said, now look, now they can't say nothing, you know, because if the Adam came before the end, they would have said, oh, he was just unconscious. He was just this. He was just that. But after he had saved that four days, 
Now we know he's really gone. Now this is what I want to show you, and this is why I came to this and I thought about this because of the fact I want to know who Jesus, what who Jesus the Christ is in your life. If he's a Santa Claus God, that you just need him to do this and to do that, listen to your prayer life. Listen to how you begin to approach him. A lot of times you approach him just like he is your servant, not servant, not that you are to serve him. That's the sad part. The saints get get they, they head on that they believe well, I'm anointed of God, so this going to happen. Now, I grant you uh, the two witnesses when uh, the time comes and when the tribulation and so on and so on, that's going to be a different story. But we're talking about now. Now, he is not our little uh, pampered to do what we say do. But then, listen, uh, uh, in the 19th verse, uh, it said, and many of the Jews, now I want to go down a little further, 20 verse, and Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and meet, met him. And Mary said, sit still in the house. Now, of course, Martha had some of the saints' attitude that we have. Well, I'm going to go and t- talk to him anyway. Mary Say, I don't know why you're running the sin. Now, this brother wear concept now, not this. But Mary just stayed in the house. I say what the Bible said. She sat in the house. But Martha said, I'm going to sit. I don't care. I know. And then I'm going to talk to him. And I'm going to find out. You didn't get our word. You The band came back and said, he told you. The people came back and said, look. I need to find out what happened because, see, I know who I think you is, Jesus, the Christ. I believe that. Watch this now. But I know, uh, I'm sorry, 21st verse, and uh, he said, Then said the mother unto Jesus, Lord, if thou have been here, my brother had not died. Lord, if you had a did this, we wouldn't be in the shape that we are in now. Lord, if you had a been here, she's saying, my brother wouldn't have died. I know this because that's how much I believe in you. That's how much I believe that you would have made things happen. I'm telling you, Lord, I believe this from the sincereness of my heart. And wait a minute. Then you say, but I know that even now, Whatsoever thy will, ask God, will give it thee. Ain't that like us? Think about it, believers. We say, I know whatever you ask God, God will give it to you. At least <laughs> she was trying to puff it up to be something that she really didn't believe herself. So we get religious. See, she was being religious then. I know whatever you ask God for, he'll give it to her. And then, and to prove my point, the next verse, Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know 
he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Folks, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. These people's running around here telling you your your husband, your mama, your daddy is in heaven. They are in a better place. No, ma'am, they are asleep until the last day, the resurrection. That's what the scripture said. Don't get fooled by that. Don't get people to saying this and that. It is not that. And it's, it is because of the fact that devil's still telling that lie that he told Eve, you shall not surely die. Do you understand that that's what these people do in the churches? They do when they tell you that your parent, your somebody that died, they are in a better place. They are the, no, they sleep. They sleep. And you will eventually go to them. You will eventually inherit eternal life if you do the right thing. So when the devil try to tell you that, that's what you got to do. You got to say, look at him. I know what scripture says. In the last day, it shall be a resurrection. But here's the problem. She said she knew who Jesus was. She said she knew that he was this and he was that. She says she knew that if he hadn't been there, it, he wouldn't die. But then, but Martha said, yeah, in the resurrection, Jesus did say it unto her then. Okay, Jesus said, let me straighten this out. I am the resurrection in the 25th verse. I want you to understand, you've got to look at him for what the scriptures say he is. Not what Brother Ware feel, not what Brother Shotdown feel, not what whoever else feel. You got to look at him for what he really is in your life. When you look at it and see who he really is in your life, then you can identify and you can live uh, uh, that life and that more abundantly. It says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live, uh, shall he be alive. And whosoever liveth and believe in me shall never die. Oh, you mean to tell me, wait a minute, if I go into Christ, then I'm going to live forever, believers. I go to sleep to the resurrection. When the resurrection take place, then I live for him forever. Folks, that's all. Because Jesus said himself, now he ain't contradicting himself. See that brother? Well, he lived. these same people that tell you that, you watch them. If they tell you in the building, in the church building, in the whatever building they're in, they'll tell you this and that, and then they'll go and say, let us commit the body unto the ground. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, the Lord give it. And the Lord take it away, waiting for the general resurrection for this brother or this sister to come forth. Folks, don't be deceived. The enemy trying to deceive you in these last days. Catch faith in the Lord, all right? Uh, and then it says, and she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ. You hear that? Thou art the Christ the son of the living God, uh, which should come 
into the world. In other words, I know you're going to come back. I believe that you're going to come back. I ain't looking at it right now, but I know it's going to happen. See, a lot of times we stop God from working in our life because we around so many other people that tell a negative thing. We cannot deal with a lot of people. Some people, I'm not trying to tell you to shun people, but some people that's not uh, trying to live for the scriptures in the scripture and they're your best friend, it's going to be hard for you to get in the position that you should be in. I'm telling you, they will. it will be a hindrance. Why are you saying it will be a hindrance, Brother Will? Because they are going in another direction and begin to talk and so on. And as Mary and them, uh, Martha, I'm sorry, began to talk, and then we got out there, then went, Mary and Cain were where were come where Jesus was. Saw him falling down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. Same thing that Martha said. Now all of a sudden Mary decided uh, maybe I should go see him. And then Jesus therefore saw her weeping. And guess what? Also we, which came with her and groaned in the spirit. You know why he groaned? Because yet you sin, you believe in him. And you sin, he's dead. But out of one mouth, you're saying that. But out of the next mouth, you are uh, denying it. And that's what we are doing. But anyway, let's get on coming time about to go. And then he said, where ye laid him. And of course, the, uh, after the Lord, after Jesus wept, looking at their situation, and he came forth, and he take he told them to take away the stone, and after they they, they then they still going to debate. Uh, I believe you, Lord, but right about now in the thirtieth um, and the thirty ninth verse, he said, but he he's thinking by now, Lord. I mean, he been dead four days. Then Jesus said, Not until thee that thou wouldest be leave, until should see the glory of God. The reason I can't see the glory of God a lot of times in a situation in my life, believers, and some of you can't see it, is because you can't believe. Please read the story, and you'll see that he called Lazarus from the dead. And Lazarus came forth with the gray clothes on, and he said, loose him and let him go, because they had wrapped the body. Oh, believers, what I'm trying to tell you, you got to see the glory of God. You can't see the glory of God in your denomination, in your little ideology uh, uh, concept about God. He's a God of the whole world, not just a God of your denomination. He's a God that will transform the whole world. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I ask you to bless us, God, that we can get on board and understand you are Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And we thank you for it. We thank you for the opportunity just to know who you is. We praise you, God. We, we love you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. 
All right, we would love to hear from some of you. The telephone number, get a pencil and paper, write it down. It is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Amen. I think I said it 504 one time before. I apologize. It's 404-293-7557. All right. Or visit us on the website. Our website is Brother James Ware. Some might say James S. Ware. And what's going to pop up is Believers. All right. When it pop up, you can go through there and you can see our devotional area and everything. So we would love for you to come and visit us on the website. And I promise you, it will be a blessing to you. I thank you. I praise you. Thank God for you that's being a part and hearing us on broadcast. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior. Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up.